the first thing that we're going to do is we're going to try and get Mr. Grumpy out. I mean, Stumpy. Stumpy's his name, but, but he's a pretty grumpy guy. So uh, let's see. Every night we've, we've made him upset, but uh, we're going to try and be a little nicer to him tonight, okay? So let's try it together. We're going to call out, uh, let's see, his real name is Joe. So we're going to go by Joe just to make it real nice for him, okay? So on the count of three, we're all going to call out for Joe. We're going to see if we can get him to come out of his, his uh, condemned house over here, and maybe he'll be nicer. Let's try it. Ready? Here we go. One, two, three. Joe! <laughs> Oh, Joey. Okay, let's try it again. Ready? We're trying to be nice, but let's try it again. Ready? Here we go. One, two, three. Joe! Where is he? Joe, are you in there? Let, let's try Stumpy. Maybe he'll answer to Stumpy, okay? He goes by Stumpy. Maybe we need to call him by his nickname. All right, let's try that. Here we go. Ready? One, two, three. Stumpy! Oh, Stumpy! Good. Stumpy, where are I hear you. Where are you? Over here. What? What's he doing over there? Hey. What? Hi. You're over here tonight. Yep. What, what, what are you doing over here, Stumpy? Well, uh, I decided to let that, uh, what's his name? Uh. Mel, um, Margaret? No. Eunice? <laughs> no. Apparently he's met Eunice. Um, uh, Melvin? Yes, that's the one. Mel, me, you, I, I've decided to let him clean my house. What? Yep. You're going to let Melvin... I don't know about that. Have you seen Melvin's work? Uh, you're going to let Melvin uh, uh, remodel your, your house? Yep. Wow, that's awfully brave. So what... What brought this about, uh, uh, Mr. Stumpy? Well, uh, after multiple nights of endless torment <laughs> and your ugly mug. Hey! Wow! And all this time I'm just trying to be nice, okay? I decided it was worth it to maybe try and be... Oh, this is hard for me to say. Be <laughs> You can do it. Get the end. Nice. There, I did it. Nice. I did. I did it. Okay, we'll take it. So you're going to try and be nice now? Yes. Oh, my goodness. We've broken through to him. We're glad for you, Mr. Stumpy. I'm glad to hear you're going to get your act cleaned up a little bit and be nice. That is wonderful. And now, I'm only going to sleep for 24 hours at a time. Only 24 hours? Okay, well, uh, that's, a, that's progress, okay? Baby steps, right? Baby steps. Okay, well, uh, Mr. Stumpy, I'm glad to hear this, and uh, I hope Melvin does a good job on, your, on your house. Uh, We'll, we'll see his finished product later tonight, I think. So uh, hopefully he does as good a job on that or better than he's done this week for us. But uh, Well, it's nice to meet you this week. Uh, glad everything's going better for you. And uh, maybe we'll see you next time, okay? See you. All right, everybody say bye, Stumpy. Bye. Bye.
Well, did you hear that? He's a lot nicer than he's been this week. I'm glad to hear that. Well, I'll tell you what we're going to do. We are going to pledge the flags in the Bible to begin again tonight. And so I know preacher's coming here, so Pastor Stewart is coming. Let's all go ahead and stand up and get ready for the pledges tonight, okay? All right. Well, we're going to start out with our verse we've been learning all week long. And I know some can say it by memory already, and they've done that uh, each night. Uh, just for those of you that are here tonight, maybe for the first time, we've had uh, afterward, they've been able to come out. If they find me, they can say it by memory. They have said it by memory, many of them, and earned some prizes for that. But we're going to do side versus side again tonight. But we need our team captains to come up here. So we see. We need Brother Will Kennedy. Come on up here. Get a flag, Brother Will. Cheer for him, boys. All right, and for the girls, we have Miss Krista Kennedy. Here we go. Now tonight, I have a special couple things to tell you about tonight. Number one, when everybody leaves tonight, we have all kinds of glow-in-the-dark stuff for you. So as it begins to get dark tonight, you'll be able to have that. 
and glow and dark necklaces, bracelets, all that kind of stuff. So the kids, you'll have all kinds of fun with that. Second thing is, we have tonight for everybody when you leave, we have Andy's ice cream or custard. They'd be upset with me if they heard me say ice cream. Andy's frozen custard for you when you leave tonight, okay? So everybody's going to get that. But the side that wins the most flags tonight, you're going to go first, okay? And get all that stuff. So that's what you're going for tonight, all right? So for the first flag tonight, we're going to do side versus side with our verse. However, we need some help. So uh, who is the one that helps us with the verse? Anybody know? Remember who? Dale, that's right. There he is. Dale, how are you doing? I can't hear you, Dale. What? I... I, I talk and talk. <laughs> I called you. I, we were just getting ready to call you. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Did you think I forgot about you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't forget about you. I know the kids didn't. You know what? I heard a bunch of kids tonight. They were asking me, who's your favorite puppet? And, th- and I was asking them who their favorite puppet was. You know what they said? Uh, Dale. Oh. Does yeah. that make you feel good? Yes. Yeah, they said you're their very favorite, aren't you? Uh, go yeah, ahead, yeah. go ahead, brush your hair back, get all purdy for the kids. Oh yeah, uh-huh. uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Get, yeah. Get, make sure you have good breath because I've smelled your breath, buddy, and it's not always so great. Watch yeah. it. Okay, so we're gonna do the boys' verse side versus the girls' side tonight. Again. Girls, you don't know wait. yet. You don't oh. know yet. You have to wait to see who does the best job. Okay. Are you okay. ready? Yeah. Okay. Still let's ready. have the girls' side stand up. So everybody on this side over here. Here we go. We're going to say the verse together. If you don't know it, it's right up there on the screen. And you'll begin with me. Here we go. Ready? Begin. But the word of the Lord was unto them. Precept upon precept. Precept upon precept. Line upon line. Line upon line. Here a little and there a little. Isaiah 28, 13, A. That was great. Be seated. All right, boys, it's your turn. Let's all stand up over here. Are you ready? Let's see if you can do better than the girls did, okay? Shout it out nice and loud tonight. Begin. But the word of the Lord was unto them. Precept upon precept. Precept upon precept. Line upon line. Line upon line. Here a little and there a little. Isaiah 28, 13a. Wow, that was great. Be seated. Good job, Dale. We have both sides go at the same time. Okay. And we're going to try and blow you off the fence. Wait. That'd be so loud. Are you ready? So mean, dude. I know I am. I like to push you just a little. Okay, so we're going to go really, really loud, and then you're going to tell us which side did the best job, and they're going to get the first flag. Are you ready? Dale ready. Dale's ready. Okay, let's everybody stand up. Here we go. All together, both sides, as strong as you can. Ready on three, one, two, three. But the word of the Lord was unto them. Okay, that was awesome. Dale, oh, Dale, are you okay? Dale, Dale, buddy. Dale. What? Oh, it's, Dale, are you okay? Dale, where are you going? Oh, Dale. What? Oh, my. 
Would you stop sneaking up on people? Okay, no. Del, um, um, what do you think? What do you think, buddy, uh, old friend, old pal? Huh. Uh, wait, where's Snickers Bar? So I, uh, you didn't find me after the service. I told you to come find me. Yeah. Well, tonight, Dale, search office. Okay. Yeah. Brother okay. Eric's office. You just come find me, and I'll have it for and you. And Brother Eric's find... truck. What? And Brother no, 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 Eric's no, 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 house. No, no, Dale. And... Dale? What? Do you want to know who won tonight? Yes, I do. Would you stop sneaking around? It was the... Boys. Oh! Boys side. Yeah. Okay. Oh, no! Yeah. All right, boys are ahead. One. Now. To zero. Now Dale needs some Advil. Thank you, Dale. Bye-bye. Oh, go get your Advil. All right, boys, you're up one to zero. Now here's what we're going to do next. We are going to play the game. Now, hold on a second before you get too excited. Hold on, hold on. I got, I've got another surprise for you tonight. Tonight, okay, underneath these boxes, there's no bad prize. Now hold on, hold on. There's no bad prize. However, there is one specific prize under there. It's a back-to-school package of stuff. Okay? <laughs> well, it costs money, but it's not enough. Okay, but it's back-to-school stuff for you. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. We are, what did, last time you picked how many boys? Two. Okay, right? Two and one. I think that's what we did. So we need two girls tonight and one boy. Two girls and one boy. Now, hold it. The one that picks the box that has the package for the school stuff your side is going to get a flag tonight, all right? But you have to be the one to pick that box, okay? So we need two girls and one boy. We're down to that, which works out perfect because the boys are already up by one. So one boy, Brother Will, one boy, two girls, two girls. Come on up here, come on up here. Now hold on just one second. Stay right here, stay right here. All right. Tell me your name again. What is it? Layla, that's right, Layla. And we have... Uh, Claire, all right, and we have, oh my goodness, how are you doing? I want you to tell everybody your name. Bior. Bior. I've known Bior for a long time, Bior. I'm trusting you to pick this right for the boys, all right? Since you're the only boy up here tonight, and the other two are girls, we're going to let you pick first tonight, okay? You get to pick first, so one, two, or three, Bior, one, two, or three. Oh! Okay, Jekyll, how you doing? You doing good? Okay, Jekyll, should he pick one, two, or three? One, one, one. One, one, two. Oh, no. Oh, no. I didn't think he was going to be here. Now it's going to get confusing. He's going to say one. They're just going to argue. Now. They're just going to argue. So you need to pick one, two, or three. Which one? You want number two. Okay, go ahead and step behind box number two. Do not touch the box. All right. Layla, which one would you like, number one or number three? Three, two, three. Two's already picked. What do you want? Three. Okay, step behind number three. Claire, you're going to come over here right behind box number one. Do not touch the boxes. Now, as I've told you, there is no bad prize. In fact, there's some good ones, but I might be able to entice you with some other things that Shiny. might be better than Shiny. what's in Shiny. your box. Shiny. All right? Let's Shiny. see here. Shiny. What? Shiny. I'll tell you what I will do for you, Bior. I will give you all three of these two liters for what is inside your box. All three for what's in there. Now, you don't know what's in there. It could be better. It could be worse. It's not going to be anything really bad, but that might be better 
than what's in your box. So what do you think you want to do, Bjorn? Ooh. Would you like... You're, you're going to do what? You're still going to keep the box. You're sure. You're positive. Okay, fine. Then we'll move over here. <clears throat> Miss Layla, all three of these for what's in your box. What do you Charlie. think? Charlie. You still want the box? You're sure? What if, I, what if I threw in some more candy from over here? What if I threw in some M&Ms? You like M&Ms? You like peanut M&Ms? Peanut, here, you want two? How about that? You like Sour Patch Kids? Okay, I'll give you all of that for what's inside your box. What do you think? No. No. You're still going to keep the box? No. You're sure? No. No. She's keeping the box. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right, Claire, we'll go over here to you, Claire. Claire, if I gave you all of this, your mom would probably kill me, but that's okay. I know your mom. So we'll go ahead and do it. Would you like all of this? She, re she refused all this. You can have all of that for what's inside your box, Claire, or you can take or, what's inside the box. What would you or, like to do? Or, you, you want all or, this? You want all of this right here? Or, okay, or, where, where's your brother? He's over here. Cade, you think she should go with all this right here or take what's in the box? What do you think? He wants you to take the box. Now, how about Hackle and Jekyll? What do you think? Take deal. the box? Deal. Victory. Deal or deal? Victory. Three. Okay, you, man, these guys are nuts. Okay, so Claire, what do you want to do? You want these three and this? You want all of that? You're sure? Okay, come here. Here's what I need you to do. Come over here, come over here, come over here. I need you to tell everybody this. I take the deal. I take the deal. All right, that's what she's choosing. All right, uh, here you go. Can you carry both of these? All right, and, and, and come on down here. Can you come down here without, without falling? Come on, Claire. Easy does it. Easy does it. Let's go right over here. And did you sit right over here? I'm going to put your other stuff right here, okay? So that's all yours. You want to put this down here with it? See? Okay, there you go. And, and Miss Sue will help you with that, okay? Give Claire a hand. She did a good job. <laughs> now, good job. this brings us to our next dilemma because remember I told you that the, the, the back-to-school package prize, wherever that's at, whoever chooses that, is going to be the one that gets the next flag. So, Layla, you didn't get to choose first, so I'm gonna let you choose again now. Would you like to stay what? with box three, what? or would you like to move to box number what? one? What? What? Three. What? what would you like to do? What? You're gonna stick what? with box three. number three? Okay. Haggle and Jackal. Should should Bior take box one or stay with box number two? Uh, uh, one, two, four, two, four. Four is not a choice. Oh, these birds. I'm telling you, there's something else. Okay, let's ask the boy's side. What should Bjorn do? Should he stick with box one or go to box one or stick with box number two? What, what should he do? Your choice, sir. What would you like to do? You're sticking with box number two. All right, well, then let's see, first of all, what um, you missed in box number one. You're both going to stay there? Sorry. You sure? Okay, here's what I need you to do, both of you. Say, I choose box two. Box two. Okay, and I choose box three. I choose box three. Okay, so they've made their choices, and all week long we've uh -oh. talked about this. You're uh -oh. going to make choices in life, all right? Make sure you make good ones. Make sure you make godly choices. All right, here we go. Are you ready? This is box number one. Ooh, you missed a lot of stuff out of here. We've got some uh, some uh, toolbox things. We've got some uh, building things. We've got some Play-Doh, some Swiss cake rolls. We've got a jump rope under there, but that was not the back-to-school package. So it's still under one of these two boxes. It's under one of these two. All right, two. so since two. I let Bior pick first, two. I'm going to let you, I'm going to let you open yours first. Now, we're going to do one more thing. If the two of you agree, I will let you switch places. 
Would you like to switch places, or would you like to stay where you're at? No, 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 no. They both say they're going to stay. Okay, there we go. So, Layla, are you ready? On the count of three, say with me, one, two, three. It is not the back-to-school package, but it is some good stuff, all right? So under here, you have some orange Fanta. You've got uh, a couple things of gummy bears. You've got trolleys and some talkies. Take all that with you. Give Layla a hand. She did a great job. BR, that means under your box, you have the back-to-school stuff. Another flag for the boys. And in here... You've got all kinds of stuff, plus some candy to get you through the day, all right? Give him a hand. He did a great job. We got flag two up for the boys already tonight. They're already ahead two to zero. Heckle and Jekyll, are you all right back there? I think they're okay. It sounds like they're about to like peck each other to death back there. Okay, here we go. We got another song coming up here. Tonight we are going to sing, if you're... What happened to the other word? It deleted it. It's supposed to be if you're saved, then you know it. But how many of you know the song, If You're Saved, Then You Know It? Do you know this song? If you're, if you're and you know it. Okay. If you're saved and... Oh, no. I bet it was him. Ha-ha. I knew something was wrong. Deceiver, I saw you. You've been messing with my songs, haven't you? I don't know what you're talking about. Uh-huh. Look over here at this screen. Did you take my word out of my song? No. Oh, sure. How many of you believe him? It was that kid No, because the deceiver tries to make you do bad things. Deceiver, why are you even here? You shouldn't be here. I'm here for the children. What? Yeah. Did your boss send you? Yes. Uh-huh. He said, go save those poor children. They're too tired to sing. What? Look at them. Hold, hold on a second. Hold on a so second. Hold on a second. Tired. You're not too tired to sing tonight, are you? Yeah. <sighs> this guy shouldn't even be here tonight. They he likes to cause trouble. So we're going to get him out of here. All right? Because, yeah. yes, uh, listen. Well, what? God's probably not listening. He's whoa. taking a nap right now. Whoa, 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 whoa. God is not listening? No. That is so untrue. He Did was you know listening yesterday. The deceiver does nothing but lie and cheat yeah. and steal. He doesn't tell the truth. Also, and he's trying to get us to believe that God's not even listening tonight. I don't not think even so. Here. I don't think so. So let's do this. Let's all stand up. We're going to show him wrong. We're going to show him wrong. You're going to sing tonight. Deceiver, you took the word yeah. out of here, saved, because you don't like it. But guess what? what? If we're saved Wasn't tonight, we're going to sing out as loud as we can. All right? Don't Despite sing. what you do, no. let's sing it out. If you're saved and you know it, then your life will surely show it. We're going to start out with clapping our hands. Here we go. If you're saved and you know it, clap your hands. Come on. Sing. If you're saved and you know it, clap your hands. If you're saved and you know it, then your life will surely show it. If you're saved and you know it, clap your hands. Stop your feet. If you're saved and you know it, stop your feet. Kill a roach. If you're saved and you know it, stop your feet. Kill a roach. If you're saved and you know it, then your life will surely show it. 
If you say it can, you know it's off your feet. Kayla Roach, now, we're going to give out another flag here in just a second. Hey, Kermit, Kermit, are you back there? Oh, yeah. Kermit. I can Where's Kermit? the frog. Oh, Kermit, my buddy, where are you? I need yeah. you. Where is there. he? Sam? Where is he? Oh, uh, there he is. Uh, hey. Hey, brother. hey, hey, Kermit, I have a question for you. Yes? You see this big, ugly, red lobster-looking thing beside you? Oh, where is he? He's right he's to your right. Ah! Oh, yeah. Okay. Hey, hey, uh, we're going to try and blow him out of here because we don't like him. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to do, if you're saved and you know it, say amen. And the side that does the best job, we need you to give him a flag, okay? Okay. Are you ready to go? Are you listening? Okay. I'm listening. Deceiver, you're about to get knocked out of this building. Here we go, as loud as we can. If you're saved, then you know it. Say amen. Let's go. If you're saved, here we go. Say amen. to keep going oh. he's going one more time i think we got him let's do it again uh, yeah one if more time say then you know say amen if you say then you know it shout amen if you say then you know it then your life will surely show it if you say and you know it shout amen You may be seated. Yeah. That I, was great. I think we blew him out of this world. I think we blew him clear like way yeah. far away. Yeah, he's gone. All right. That's great, Kermit, because we do not want him anywhere near this place tonight. Not here. Can not you do here. me a favor now? Okay. All right. Now, you have to be honest. Uh-huh. The boys' side's already ahead like two to zero. Mm-hmm. But, but if the boys want it, they want it fair and square. But mm-hmm. if the girls want it... They also want it fair and square. Mm-hmm. So what what do you think there, Kermit? Uh, what, do you, what do you think? Well, um, I would probably say uh, it has to be the... Uh, mm, yep. It's uh, probably... Uh, it's uh, the... Uh, it's the girls. The girls! It's the girls. Okay. Yeah. All right. So the girls are up now. They or, I'm sure sorry, down two to one. They, they They're down two to one. The boys fair are still winning. Square. All right. We have another song to do, Kermit. Da- I'm here, Brother Eric. Oh, no. I'm ready Eunice. for my wedding. Where's my poopsie whoopsie? Uh, Eunice, um, yeah. question for you. What? Oh, have you figured out the man's name that you think is so handsome that has all the money? Mr. Banker. Mr. Banker, but do you know his name? Yes. What is it? Um. <clears throat> Matt. Matt. Brother Matt. Matt. <gasps> yeah. She does know who it is. Uh-oh. He is in trouble, I think. Is he shy? Yeah, he maybe a little. I don't I don't know. Is is brother Matt in here somewhere? Or is he hiding? He might be Oh, I see him. He's coming. 
He's coming. There he I'm is. I'm ready for the there he ceremony. Is. He's ready for the ceremony. Preacher, I'm are you ready? ready for that. Preacher's got his Bible. He's ready. You. Yeah. But Matt, let's hear what Brother Matt this has to say. This is the happiest day of my life. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, our... He's got a question. Let's let's listen. Shh. Listen up, Eunice. Yeah, you, no, no. You, Eunice. Eunice, yeah. He he's already married, uh, Eunice. He huh? Bought, he bought that car for his wife, he said. What? Uh oh. That could be a problem. Is he still talking? He's <laughs> that, no, he's, he's not. Um, what? Oh, baby. What? Oh, baby, baby. Oh. Yeah, baby. Oh. oh, baby. What are you talking yeah. about? What? I see my fella. He, he's so handsome. What? And so tall. Who? Look at him. Look how that red shirt. Shows off his eyes. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, baby. Luke, you better run, man. Yeah. Oh, no. It's the happiest day of my life. Yeah. Wow. You just oh. went. But he, what if he doesn't have much money? You said you like the money. Money ain't everything, honey. <laughs> oh, man. Excuse me. I gotta go prepare myself. Hey, 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 Eunice, Eunice, hold on, hold on, hold on. What? I think I saw him run toward the parking lot. You might, uh, you might, right, meet, him, right, you right might meet him there. <sighs> go. Oh. Come back, poopsie whoopsie. <laughs> Poor Luke. All right, well, I guess, Brother Matt, you're off the hook, but uh, Luke better run for his life. I don't know about that. <laughs> All right. Well, well, well. Where were we? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's time to do our next song tonight. Let's see if Deceiver messed with this one. He did not get to this one. God's not dead. How many of you believe that tonight? God is not dead. All right. Let's stand up. We're going to sing it together. All verses. And we have another flag to give out. Let's see. Um, who hasn't been out here tonight? Uh, Kermit, uh, Brother Eric, uh, don't what? start without me. I'm sorry, I won't start without you. Are you ready to go? I'm ready. Okay, all right, Kermit. Here we're going to sing God's Not Dead. You tell okay. me which side does the best, all, all right? right. All right, here dead. we go. Sing with me. God's not dead. No, he is alive. God's not dead. No, he is alive. God's not dead. No, he is alive. Fill me in my hands. Fill me in my feet. Fill me in my heart. Fill me in my soul. God's not dead. All right, now, Kermit, we're going to go faster and louder. I'm going to okay. speed it up De quite a bit. Definitely louder. Are that was ready? pretty lame. Definitely louder. Okay, here we go. Faster and louder. Sing with me. Here we go. Ready? God's not dead. No, he is alive. God's not dead. No, he is alive. God's not dead. No, he is alive. Feel me in my hands. Feel me in my feet. Fill me in my heart, uh, uh, fill me in my soul. Woo! God's not dead. Hey, good job, Kermit. 
Uh, what'd you think? Did we do okay? Uh, we're doing pretty good. We're doing pretty good. We're gonna uh, go one more time, speed yeah. of light. We're gonna outrun the piano player. You okay. think we can All do right. it? You guys think you can outrun the piano player? All right, here we go, super fast. Let's see if the piano player can keep up. Those keys are gonna be smoking. Here we go, ready? God's not dead, no, he is alive. God's not dead, no, he is alive. God's not dead, no, he is alive. Feel me in my hands, feel me in my feet. Feel me in my heart, feel me in my soul. God's not dead. Hey! We lost Kermit, but we did not outrun the piano player. Give her a hand. She did a good job. All right, you guys be seated. Are your fingers like smoking hot? They're like, she's like, oh man, they're so on fire. Okay, Kermit, Kermit, I'm sorry. Where'd you go? We blew him out of the building. Kermit, where are you? We weren't even trying to do that. We just did such a good job. Hey, were, that was it awesome. was so loud. It was. Uh, yep. Are you okay? Um, I think I'm uh, okay. Did, right. did, did you twist an ankle or something? I'm uh, sorry. Maybe. I've got <laughs> long legs, don't you know? Yeah, I know you do. Uh, hey, thanks for hopping back out here. I have a question for you. Okay. Can you tell us which side did the best job? Now, don't forget, oh, okay. right now the boys are leading. Okay. Two to one. Two uh, to one. Right. But you got to be fair. you got to be okay. honest. What do you think? Uh, if I'm being completely honest, uh, because I'm... Mostly always honest. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I think it's probably, uh, there, there was a lot of screaming, uh, but I think it was uh, the, the uh, girls again. Again? I think it's probably the screaming uh, that makes them louder. The girls again? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Kermit. Well, thank you for helping. You're welcome. I really appreciate all your help. Okay. Goodbye. All right. Everybody say bye, Kermies. Out of here. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. We've had a great, great week. One of the things that we did this week is we took up a penny, penny march. How many of you remember that? You're part of that? Everybody was, like, almost everybody, it was exciting every single night. And we did a great job with that. And I think the girls ended up winning most of those. Is that right? I think the girls had, like, like three to two. The boys, won, what? Oh, yeah, well, he, yeah, he's kind of biased that way. Okay, so the girls won three nights. To two nights, because the boys won the first night, and the boys won on Friday night. But I'll tell you what, tonight's going to be a little bit different. We're not going to take up a penny offering as such, because we actually have a lot of our church members here tonight, too. So we're going to do an actual offering tonight. So let's go ahead and have our ushers come forward, if they would. And uh, here's what I need you to do. I need you to sit up straight. Let's remember those rules, okay? Sit up straight. All the kids, hands in your lap, keep your feet still. And we're going to go ahead and take up an offering tonight. And uh, then we're going to get on with the puppet show. How many of you want to know what happened to the building? You want to see the final thing? That is coming up here in just a few minutes, okay? So let's go ahead and bow our heads and close our eyes. And I'm going to have Brother Wisdom, if you would. He's standing right here, one of our deacons in our church. If you would pray for the offering tonight, please. Amen. All right, let's go ahead and take up our offerings.
Yeah, what was kind of this? What was going on this week? <laughs> yeah, Melvin, Marvin, Melvin, uh, he has a twin brother. Uh, Marvin is the guy that we usually have this year. His twin brother Melvin is here. It's a little confusing, um, but he's, he's trying to build this house back here all week long. Now, he started out the first night, and he had the wrong standard. He used the wrong standard. Remember his tape measure? Because he likes to use manly tools. You guys remember that? And so it ended up being that he had a lot of problems using the wrong standard. The next night he had things upside down. You remember that? What do you remember about it? You remember anything specific? The roof was upside down. And then the, the next night, uh, remember he did the plumbing? But that didn't turn out so good, did it? Because he tried to use the wrong tools. And then the next night, uh, there was, uh, let's see what happened. Oh, the, the chimney class. Remember the fire? Remember that? Because he used the cheap company. He went the wrong way, tried to use his own company instead of doing it the right way. And then, um, let's see, Friday night. We're all the way to Friday night. What happened on Friday night? Do you anybody remember? What happened on Friday night? They tried to explode the stump. Oh, yeah, the stump was in the ground. And instead of removing it, they tried to go the, the, the easy way and blow it out. And they ended up blowing up Marvin and all kinds of stuff. It was really bad. But tonight, I've noticed something. Everything's covered up. I don't know what it looks like. But tonight, they've told me, is going to be the big reveal of Melvin Marvin's final house. So let's see what's going on. We need to get, we need to get Melvin out here. So can you guys uh, help me call him out? Would you mind doing that? All right, so here we go. On three. One, two, three. Melvin! Whoa! We got the whole gang here. What's Hi. going on, guys? Hey, guys. Hola. Hey, we were hoping to uh, see the house all finished tonight, but uh, you have it all covered up. That's because we're going to have a big revival. Reveal. We're going to have a big <laughs> reveal. reveal. Oh, that makes a whole lot more sense. That's what I said. Well, reveal. you said that it was a... I know what oh, I okay, said. Okay, 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 okay. Guys, let's, let's not get sidetracked here, all right? Let's not get sidetracked. Let's not. How about you have the kids count down, Brother Eric? Okay, all right, you guys want to count down with me? And we'll see the reveal. Let's count down from five. Are you ready? Count down with me. Here we go, ready? Five, six, four, three, two, one, go! What? Um, well, that was a little less exciting than I was hoping for. Or what? What happened? Marvin, what did you do? Nothing. How did you know it was me? Could have been sabotage. Could have been aliens from Brother. outer space. Might have been wild animals. It might have been Menard or Nacho who messed it up. Hey, no, no, he, he has a point. Enough. Marvin, you're pulling the wrong rope. Oh. I should have known this would happen. Well, <laughs> you look at that. <laughs> Be back one second. What's he doing? You like nachos? <laughs> this boy. <laughs> that was my decoy rope to keep critters from getting curious. Pulling down the real rope. Right. Do you have the right rope now? Sure do. All right. Well, are you ready this time, Melvin? I was born ready. Okay. <laughs> here we go. Let's count it down again. Are you ready? Here we go. Five, four, three, two, one. 
in the world? Are you kidding? Now what, Marvin? Come on, you're killing me. I didn't do you're killing it. The suspense. Why does everyone think it's me? Oh, look, boss. You're standing on the rope. Would you look at that? <laughs> Marvin! All right, all right, I got it. No need to get pushy. Count down, Brother Eric. Are you sure? I'm this positively. Time? Positively okay. what, boss? Huh? Start the countdown. Okay. But it better come down this time, Marvin. Are you ready? Okay, okay. Yeah. I got All right, it. kids, are you ready? Let's try it again from five. Here we go. Five, four, three, two, one, go! It's coming! Wow! Wow! Look at the house you built. That looks pretty good. Uh, should we be standing oh, this yeah, close, Moss? Yeah. Wow! Moss, uh, uh, should we be standing this close? Why? Do you know something? No, he doesn't know anything. <laughs> That's not funny. It's fine. The house is fine. We're all fine, fine, fine. Uh, well, for once, I think y you might be right, Mel. I mean, Marvin. Um, you actually, you actually built a house this week. I mean, look at it. It's standing up straight. The, the chimney looks better. You repaired that. It's all fixed. I mean, everything looks good, and the roof's right side up this time. And I mean, it's looking pretty good. It's, it's nice and homey inside. It's, it's been trimmed and painted. Yeah. Huh. Hey. Uh, guys, Great uh, job. Something scaly. There's something crawling on my leg. Hey, what's going on? 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 Hello? Look! It's just a rope! Oh Honestly, Melvin, you're just as bad as Marvin! Get a grip! Wait. You know? Of course I know! I know everything! How, how did you figure it out? My twin sister and I switch places all the time. What? No. It's been a lot of fun, Brother Rick, but I gotta run. Okay, oh, bye. Boy, I didn't see that coming. Wow. Neither did I, Brother Eric. I didn't even know she had a twin sister. <laughs> you know what? Maybe that's not even Margaret. Huh. She can't fool me. I would know if it wasn't a Margaret. Uh, Melvin. Melvin. Uh, I mean, I know I'm no genius or nothing. Melvin. But I know the difference between a Margaret and a not Margaret. If that wasn't Margaret, I'd know it. Let me guess. Melvin. They're a really mean, hungry-looking snake right next to me. Melvin. Ah! Ah! Not a rope. Ah! That poor guy. 
I think, I think that snake was laughing. Did you see that? That poor guy cannot catch a break at all. Well, what do you think? They, they actually did a pretty good job on the house, don't you think? I mean, it looks pretty good. Um, Melvin got off to a rough start because he didn't follow the plan. He didn't follow the plan, but they got back to following the plans. They built the house. The house is still a little too tall. Maybe it could be, but it looks pretty good. All week, though, we've been talking about God's master plan. Y'all have been learning about that all week long. And, and he has a master plan for our lives. You remember that, right? He has a master plan for our lives. And, and there's one more thing about that that I want to point out to you. So if, if you've messed up because you started following your own plans, you need to understand something tonight, that there, that there will be things you can't undo, but it doesn't mean that your life is ruined. It doesn't mean that your life is ruined. No matter how your life looks now, you can change it. You can change things. You can change it for the better by changing and following after God's master plan instead of keeping on following your own. And God can make something out of your life that you never dreamed possible if you will just allow Him to do that. And He can use you for His honor and His glory. So just remember that. Even though things started out bad this week, for Melvin, Marvin, it turned out good. And it can happen the same for you if you'll just let God do with you what He wants to. All right? Well, it's time to dismiss all the little ones to their classes, okay? So let's go ahead and have our first grade and under. You're going to go down with your teacher. So first grade and under, you can head right back the center aisle and down to your classes, okay? First grade and under. Everybody else, all you other kids, just hang on tight for just a minute and then I will let you move up, okay? All right, everybody else, you can go ahead and move up. Let's fill in the front row here. We don't have a whole lot of you tonight, but that's okay. Those that are here, move on up. Fill in the front row. Get as close as you can. And we're going to go over some rules with you just to remind you of how you need to behave tonight while you're in here, okay? Come on up. Come on up. Let's go over these five rules. Number one, sit up straight when you're seated. Go ahead and sit up straight. Keep your hands in your lap, okay? We don't want you playing with anybody else's uh, Bibles or notebooks or prizes or anything like that. So keep your hands in your lap. Keep your feet still. Make sure to look at the speaker. Brother Robert's going to be up here in just a second. Make sure you're watching him at all times and listening to what he's saying. And then no talking, okay? And lastly, just what I want to add for all the older ones that are in here. If you do have a phone, go ahead and, and let's just turn it off or put it on silent so it's not a distraction in the service, all right? Okay, it is time to study God's master plan. So, Brother Robert, we've enjoyed you this week. Glad that you're able to be here. Let's thank Brother Robert for coming. Let's give him a hand this week. We appreciate him being here this week and his wife and their kids. And uh, you can go ahead and begin. So I'll give you the microphone. It's definitely been a blessing to be here, to see all of you show up night after night to sing your best and to participate. It's been a blessing for me for sure. Well, I just made the not worse. <clears throat> Anyone into to drawing and art? I'm not a good artist at all. I think I already told you I draw stick figures and that's about it. Uh, I've seen some modern art masterpieces and uh, I've
Oh, wait, it's upside down. Hold on. There we go. And, and, and I'm sure you could find something like this in a modern art museum, although this was drawn by my youngest son, Samuel. He's a little over two, and he drew this back in December before he was two. But I'm sure even if I were to ask him <clears throat> what everything was and he was to tell me exactly what it was, I'd still have to look at it and think about it, you know? And that's really one of the reasons I don't like modern art. One, I don't think it's very beautiful. Two, you have to think really hard. Do any of you like to think really hard? No. <laughs> Most of us don't like to think hard. There's so much in our world that wants to amuse us, to get us away from thinking. <clears throat> I remember when we worked with teenagers, and we'd play a game called Apples to Apples. Anyone ever play that? It's kind of a fun card game. Somebody puts out a card that describes something spicy. And then everyone has to play a card that they hope gets picked. And this guy, he would always play something weird. For spicy, he'd play Ninja Turtles. I mean, just stuff that didn't make sense, but he'd always say, think about it. <laughs> and nobody would ever understand how he got to the conclusion that Ninja Turtles were spicy, but that's just how his brain worked, or didn't work. <clears throat> but throughout God's word, we see people that God has selected to go to God's people, to go to a specific group, and challenge them with that same thing. Not the Ninja Turtle thing, but to think about it. And so if you have your Bibles, I'll invite you to turn to the book of Haggai. In the Old Testament, maybe where some pages are stuck together for you, Haggai. It's a short book, <clears throat> but it contains one of my favorite stories in the Bible. And I've not, if I've preached this, I don't remember, but, but the first time that I, I read it, I, I really enjoyed, especially the first chapter, and hopefully you understand why. And hopefully it will be an encouragement to you to see God's grace, to see God's goodness and his ability to reach out to a people and what can be done if they think about it. So Haggai chapter number one. <clears throat> the first verse, it just kind of gives us an understanding as to when things take place to help validate the fact that God's word actually happened, right? That it's, it is recorded history. And so it just gives us a time frame wherein things took place. But it goes on to verse number two. It says, thus speaketh the Lord of hosts, saying, this people say that the time is not come, the time that the Lord's house should be built. Then came the word of the Lord by Haggai the prophet, saying, Is it time for you, O ye, to dwell in your sealed houses, and this house lie waste? Now therefore, thus saith the Lord of hosts, consider your ways. Father, as we come before you this evening, I ask that you Speak to hearts as you have throughout the week that you continue to work. <clears throat> I know there are things that you desire to accomplish in the lives of everyone here. For those that know Christ as their Savior, no doubt you want to continue to build a beautiful thing in their life. And for those that don't, I know that you want to start a work in them. And so speak to hearts as only you can now in Jesus' name. Amen. <clears throat> All right. Enthusiastic, I appreciate that. So hopefully you kind of caught what's taking place. I'll give us a brief rundown so that we can understand a little bit more fully what's happening. But the prophet goes to the children of Israel after they've returned from captivity. 
And we talked about that on Friday night. They had disobeyed God and they had been taken away for some time. Finally, God allowed them to come back to the land that he had promised them. And they had a lot of rebuilding to do. And we talked about the wall and how the people had a mind to work to reconstruct that wall. Well, there was also another big building project that they were supposed to be busy about. And that was the building of the temple of God, the place where the worship of God was supposed to take place, the place that was going to be the center of activity or supposed to be the center of activity for the people in that land. And they started off pretty good. They started off building things. They got the foundation laid. And, well, unfortunately, they started to procrastinate. They started to kind of slack off. And though they had started the work about 18 years before, it had been idle for about 14 years. They hadn't really done much of anything for quite a while. And so God sends a prophet. God sends a man to speak to them to help them to understand the situation that they are in and why there needs to be a remedy to it. And so again, in verse number two, it says, Thus speaketh the Lord of hosts, speaking through Haggai, This people say, The time is not come, the time that the Lord's house should be built. That's their excuse. See, God had, given them, uh, uh, God had given them instruction, told them what they needed to do. You need to get busy about building my house. And they started out. But then distraction came, procrastination came. The, the reasons abounded, I'm sure, as to why they thought, it's not worth my time. We started out all right, but, but it's not time yet. It, we, we've got other things going on, other problems to worry about. We don't have enough food. We don't have enough to drink. We're, we're cold all the time. We're, we're running low on money. We don't even have enough people to get the job done. And so it's really not time to build God's house, was their excuse. And so verse number three continues on. It says, Then came the word of the Lord by Haggai the prophet, saying, Is it time for you, O ye, to dwell in your sealed houses, and this house lie waste? because while the house of the Lord was there and it was supposed to be built, it was supposed to be focused on, they had their own building projects. They they had their own things that they wanted to do. They wanted to make sure sure that their houses were set in order, that their houses were in good condition, and the Lord's house was in waste. It was desolate. It was dry. It was in ruin. There was no construction going on whatsoever. And God had a problem with that because, again, he gave them specific instruction and because he wanted his temple, his house, to be the center of life there in Jerusalem. And they didn't value the, inside, or they didn't value the instruction of God. And so Haggai has a very simple challenge, a very simple charge for them. He says, Now therefore, thus saith the Lord of hosts, consider your ways. The Hebrews, <clears throat> they, they have... a an idiom, they have a thing that they say in light of this verse, and it's, put your heart on your roads. To take the time to look at, to consider the ends of the roads or the decisions that you're making. Consider your ways. Now, God cared about his people very much. He gave them quite a bit of time to actually set things right, and he tried to get their attention incrementally. He tried to get their attention by helping them to realize that something was off, that something was amiss, and his desire was that that would drive them to him so that he could issue forth the correction so that they would once again rebuild the house. But that's not what happened. He says this, Again, going on in verse number six, he says, Ye have sown much and bring in little. Ye eat, but ye have not enough. Ye drink, but ye are not filled with drink. Ye clothe you, but there is none warm. 
and he that earneth wages, earneth wages to put, the, put it into a bag with holes. <clears throat> and so not only was there a lack of appropriate return on what they had invested, you, you figure if you sow some seed, we have lots of fields around here, whether they're corn or soybean, and you, you put one little kernel or one little seed and the yield is exponential. It's incredible the amount that's going to grow, but what they were expecting to get back wasn't what they were getting back. And so there was a lack of an appropriate return along with the fact that they weren't satisfied, they weren't satiated with what they were having. They had food, they had drink, they had clothes, but it wasn't enough to drink, it wasn't enough to eat, it wasn't enough to keep them warm. There was a problem, and God was trying to arrest their attention with highlighting the issue that was there. They didn't have enough money. They put money in bags with holes. You ever feel that way sometimes? Where'd the money go? They had big problems. Reminds me <clears throat> of a song that I like to sing, that we like to sing back in Ogallala, Little is Much When God is in It. Labor not for wealth or fame. There's a crown and you can win it if you go in Jesus' name. And it's an interesting thought to consider that the opposite is also true. Yeah. That much is very little if God's not in it. And the children of Israel are seeing that very thing right now. And it doesn't matter how much they plant. It doesn't matter how much clothing they put on. It doesn't matter how much they eat or how much they drink that they're not going to have enough. They're not going to be satisfied with what they have. Well, verse number seven. Thus saith the Lord of hosts. Sing it again. Consider your ways. Put your heart on your roads. Think about it. See, he presented the issue. You're not focusing on my house. Here's the result of not focusing on my house, that you don't have enough. Consider your ways. Here's the remedy to the problem. He says in verse number 8, Go up to the mountain and bring wood and build the house, and I will take pleasure in it, and I will be glorified, saith the Lord. See, see God knows that, that the work he wants accomplished, it's going to do a number of different things. Not only is the work going to put people's mind on God and on the things of God, but it's also going to work to have the temple rebuilt. And then the temple being rebuilt is going to bring glory to God and accomplish his work that way. And the service in the temple would also, again, bring the people's mind to the things of God. So there's so much that would be wrapped up if they would just simply obey God's word. But he goes on, again, pointing out the simplicity of what he wants done, and the situation in which they find themselves in verse number, verse number 9. You looked for much, and lo, it came to little. And when you brought it home, I did blow upon it. Why, saith the Lord of hosts? Because of mine house that is waste, and ye run every man unto his own house. God actively working against his people. Yeah. It wasn't in a big way. Just by blowing on it, and it went away. Because God was patient, and because God was kind, and because God was loving. Remember the time frame that this takes place? I mentioned it at the beginning. They had just gotten back from being in captivity, where they were in prison, where they were enslaved, and they weren't treated nicely at all. God had brought them back into the land so they could rebuild the area to the glory and honor of God. And it didn't take too long at all before they fell back into the same things that they were doing before. 
and God knew that it was going to cause problems, that they thought that they could grow enough food for themselves, that they could make enough clothing for themselves, that they could take care of their own homes and their own things and disregard and, and look at the things of God as being unimportant in their lives. And God knew that if you continue down that road, then you're going to go back to the same thing that you were in before. You're going to go back to the same captivity that you were in before. I don't want that for you. Consider your ways. Think about it. Therefore, the heaven over you is stayed from dew, and the earth is stayed from fruit. And we don't have any conversation between the people and God, but it very well could have been that they looked at the circumstances of their life and thought that it was just environmental circumstances. Well, well, there's just not enough rain, the, the, the crops aren't growing because the conditions aren't right. I lose money sometimes. You know, we just need to, to make more food and make more to drink and make more clothes. And maybe they even went to God and they talked to God and said, God, help us out here. I mean, well, we don't have enough. We need your help. But the issue was that they weren't obeying what God had said to do. And so God was going to send a drought. God was going to make their effort waste, just like the temple of God was waste that it was going to be dry, that it was going to be desolate, that it wasn't going to be lively. You might think, and this is your favorite story? Oh, yeah, because of verse number 12. Then Zerubbabel, the son of Shealtiel, and Joshua, the son of Josedek, the high priest, with all the remnant of the people, obeyed the voice of the Lord their God and the words of Haggai the prophet as the Lord their God had sent him. And the people did fear before the Lord. Did you catch that? That the leadership and all the people, they obeyed the voice of the Lord. That, that's what I think is so incredible and so mind-blowing. You might think, well, why? Because if you look through the Old Testament and you see all the different prophets that were sent to God's people and all the different messages that were delivered and all the different times that they were confronted with this similar sentiment to consider your ways, you know how many different times they actually obeyed? <laughs> you only need one hand and probably not even that to count all the times that they obeyed. And so that's what makes this story so incredible is that they obeyed. And you might think, all right, well, they got to work. Oh, no, not, not even that. The call wasn't to work, it was to consider your ways. And that's what they did. They obeyed. And beyond just the obeying, it wasn't just this mindless, okay, well, we're going to just do the work that God wants us to do. No, they considered their ways, and they recognized the wrong that they had been doing. They recognized the path that they were on wasn't the right path, and then they feared God. So it's not just the obeying that God desires, but it's the reverence and respect for who He is. And so verse number 13 goes on and it tells us, Then spake Haggai, the Lord's messenger and the Lord's, and the Lord's message, unto the people, saying, I am with you, saith the Lord. Amen. That's all it took. That's all it took was for them to consider their ways and to fear God. Because the very next verse <clears throat> says, And the Lord stirred up the spirit of Zerubbabel, the son of Shealtiel, governor of Judah, and the spirit of Joshua, the son of Josedek, the high priest, and the spirit of all of the people, and they came and did the work in the house of the Lord of hosts, their God. You see that? that, that they simply considered the path, the wrong that they were doing, they simply considered the direction they were going, they had a change of heart and a change of direction, and they feared God, and then God was with them. 
God didn't, even, God didn't even hold off being with them and blessing them and smiling upon them until they started the work. Oh, no. He just simply wanted them to consider their ways to repent and to fear Him. And that's what made all the difference. And I think that's what's so incredible about this story, that the children of Israel reordered their lives when they were confronted with the effects of their disobedience, when they were called upon by God to consider their ways to think about it. So, what about you? I'm sure there's plenty for you to think about. There are plenty of things upon which you can put your heart to ponder as far as the paths of your life. If you know Christ as your Savior, you're not perfect because you're human. I'm not perfect because I'm human. There are certainly things that we could consider in our lives. Because God tries to get our attention. As a child of God, He loves us and He has a plan, a master plan for our lives. And He wants to be able to work that plan. But in order for that plan to be worked, then we have to, as we heard this morning, in the morning service, we have to be humble and we have to respond by faith. And we have to walk that way through our entire lives, having this mindset or mentality of humility and obedience to God, fearing Him. And it has to be that way in order for God's master plan to be able to be worked out in our lives. And so in what areas of your life do you need to consider your ways certainly you're in god's house tonight praise the lord for that but what else should you be considering whether it's a form of entertainment or a relationship that you might have or, or something else that you've allowed to enter into your life that you know god is speaking to you about shouldn't be there it ought not be any way of your life it ought to be something that should be gotten rid of what areas need considering in your life because again those ways that may seem innocent enough if they're not the ways of God, if they're not what God intends for you, then you're simply hindering the progress that God wants to make in your life. Don't do that. Don't do that. And for those that don't know Christ as their Savior, I want to encourage you to consider your ways. Think about it. <clears throat> because the path that you're on if it's a path apart from Jesus Christ, it's a path to destruction. It's a broad path that will lead to destruction. There's certainly a whole lot more that we could say about this, <clears throat> but I believe right now is an appropriate time to just make abundantly clear to you that for those that don't know Christ as their Savior, there is a way that God offers to you a way of salvation, a way to have sins forgiven, a way that will, that will ultimately lead to eternity in heaven. And that way is also the truth. And that way is also the life. And that way is Jesus Christ. That way is offered freely to all who are willing to forsake their own way, their own path, and walk upon it, to turn and follow after the one true living way. And that's the main point of this whole Vacation Bible School is to be able to present to each and every person here the truth of who Jesus Christ is, the Son of God, born of a virgin, having lived a sinless life, and dying on a cross because there was a penalty that needed to be paid for my sin and for yours. Now, you can try and pay your own sin for yourself, but God tells us very clearly how that's paid for, and it's by eternity in hell, separated from God but you can also accept the free gift of salvation, the free payment that Jesus Christ made on your behalf with simple faith 
with simple repentance, a simple change of mind and a change of direction, recognizing that you aren't going to be good enough to be able to undo all the bad and evil things that you've done. It doesn't matter if you've done one wicked thing or a lifetime of wicked things. One is enough to destine somebody for hell because that's how serious God considers sin because of how perfect and holy he is. But he sent Jesus Christ to live a perfect and holy life and to sacrifice himself as an innocent lamb on your behalf, so that by simply accepting his sacrifice, then you are the wonderful recipient of that glorious gift of salvation from hell and a new relationship with God and eternity in heaven. It's so simple. God makes it simple because he wants us, wants everyone to accept that gift. But unfortunately, some will refuse. Some will hear the gospel and think, no, it's not time. It's not time for me to get back on that path, or it's not time for me to to stop what I'm doing right now. It's not time for me to think about it, for me to consider my ways. I'll do it later. Despite all the evidence in your life that shows you that the decisions that you're making, they're not yielding anything good. They're not yielding anything satisfying. They're not yielding anything that's bringing lasting peace or joy or contentment in your life. Because it's not about the stuff. It's not about the things that you have. It's about the one that has you. Because the Apostle Paul writes about how he understood how to be content whether he had abundance or whether he was abased and had nothing. It didn't matter how much he had because he had Jesus Christ. These people here, they were discontent because they weren't on the way. They weren't on the path. They weren't doing what God wanted them to do. And so how about you? How about you? If you're a child of God and you know that there are things that need to be thought about, that there are things that need to be talked about with God, there are things that need to be repented of and put off to the side, I want to encourage you to do that this evening because God certainly has a plan he wants to work in your life and you are hindering that plan. And for those people that don't know Jesus Christ as their Savior, then again, I want to encourage you even more so to consider your ways. You you may know a family member. You may know a friend that's involved in some of the things that you're involved in in your life. You may know somebody or even know yourself from experience that the way you're living your life isn't going to yield or lead to anything that's going to be beneficial or long lasting or a blessing to the people that are around you. It'll only lead to heartache and emptiness. You may know that full well. Consider your ways. Consider what you are doing. Think about it. Because God offers you an alternative, and that is Jesus Christ. If you but accept it. If you but stop going the direction that you're going and accept the way that God says is the only way, Jesus Christ. And so what will you do? Think about it. Stand with me if you would. Father, I'm so thankful to 